0: Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of Faucet, a fresh business podcast for the self-employed and aspiring self-employed. I'm your host, Graham Onak. I'm with the company Gaintap. It's the business I started uh, in my apartment in Chicago, Illinois. That's a marketing consulting business. Uh, if you listen to the last episode, I talked a little bit about it. But, um, you know, some things have been happening. I'm in a good mood. Uh, landed some new clients. Um, My band that I'm in got offered some label support for putting out some of our releases. So uh, that all just came in yesterday, so I'm pretty psyched about it. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm in a good mood. So hopefully I sound a little bit more upbeat. I listened to the last one. I was like kind of gloomy sounding, but, um, you know, I'm a pretty upbeat dude. So I don't know. I'm going to try to... Uh, make that come across a little bit better in here. This might be a little bit unorganized. I literally just wrote this draft out because I've been super busy uh, right before recording this, so I apologize for that. I'm um, trying not to edit these too much, so uh, you know it might just be a little all over the place, but I'll try to keep it a little uh, like cohesive and stuff. So uh, today I'm going to be talking about, uh, to go along with my personal, uh, personally getting new clients, I'm going to be talking about. How to get your first clients when you're starting out? Uh, there's a lot of resources out there already. Uh, I found that some of them tend to be uh, like behind a paywall, so they want you to sign up or pay like you know 150 bucks to get an ebook about it. Uh, I'm not doing that. I'm just going to tell you some real world stuff that works. Um, I think the number one thing, the very first thing I, I learned is, you know, you need to really know your strengths. With any kind of business, it's, it's. if you're just starting out, I'm assuming if you're listening to this, you're just starting out or you haven't even started yet. The number one thing you need to do is you need to understand the value that you provide uh, to whoever you're trying to get to do business with you. It's like the number one rule of marketing. And even if you're not, like I'm a marketing consultant, so I focus on it a lot, but even if, like, let's say you're just in, maybe you're starting an engineering firm or something. You're trying to get some clients. It's all the same. You're marketing yourself. You're marketing your business, and it's just what value do you provide? How come you're the best fit? Um, and don't be afraid of competition when you start. I wouldn't really even think about competition. I'm gonna have a whole episode about that because it is a a big mind uh, altering experience. Is not really thinking about competition. Because you just have to kind of be the right fit at the right time for someone, and more often than not, they're going to go with you. Uh, So really think about the value that you provide and uh, why someone should listen to you and why they should really care about uh, your pitch. You know, you're selling yourself to them. And in order to do that the right way, you've got to make sure you have the right audience and that you're targeting uh, the right person uh, with the right service offering. So... An example of that is, I knew that you know I do a lot of marketing. It's really hard convincing people or just coming up to them and saying, you know, uh, oh yeah, I'll, I do all that marketing stuff that you need done. Uh, if they're not even doing marketing, if they don't, if they're not doing marketing, and you know, I know they need to do marketing um, to grow their business. It's impossible to say, yeah, I just do all that marketing stuff. That doesn't really come across. So the way I started was I found websites that I knew were built on WordPress. Um, I knew that they needed updates. Either they were behind in their WordPress updates or the design was just really dated. Or maybe they weren't mobile. If you're in web design, a real hot thing right now is converting sites to mobile because it's got a big impact on search rankings and it's got just a usability impact. Everyone's on their phones and tablets now. So I knew to just approach them and say... Uh, I do WordPress sites, you know, I do WordPress updates. If you need a website developer, if you need any kind of content updates, I'm your guy. Because I had an experience back in the day working for companies, and I just knew that it was like, that was a big thing, it was getting someone to update their content or work on their website was this endless thing. Uh, if you're listening to this and you want to be a web developer, freelance, or, um, you know, maybe you're a self-employed web developer right now, The one thing that a lot of web developers are missing are social skills and the ability to communicate. And so that can often infuriate clients and they kind of burn through web developers. So if you're, you know, honestly, one of your selling points if you're a web developer is just uh, communicate, just respond to emails in a timely fashion. Don't go three weeks without responding to an email. Um, That's just a pro tip right there for you. So, uh, you know, I, I started pitching these WordPress sites to people and uh, it's stuck. Some of them stuck, and I only needed a couple. And then from there, you can really, uh, if you do a good job and they trust you and they like your work, then you can start doing some recurring things. Then I can start going in there and pitching the SEO services. Then I can start pitching the email marketing services and things like that, because now I've got a rapport with them. Uh, they know I do quality work. They had an enjoyable experience. They like the outcome, and I can start educating them. So to summarize that, Know your strength. Know your audience. Uh, know what's going to be understandable and relatable to them that they, they know that they should be paying for. So, uh, you know, websites aren't cheap. This is a substantial investment for their company. So get in the door with that. And then you can start educating them on why they need to pay more for these other services. That's that's easier. You know, I found that to be easier. Um, maybe not the case in your industry or what you're doing, but for me, that's, that's worked pretty well. So, uh, you know... That's that's all useful, but you might be thinking like you know where do I even go to get my first clients? Um, so you know a little bit of background. I'm 31 years old. I didn't you know grow up with the internet necessarily, but I pretty much did ever since I was uh, in middle school, I think you know, and uh, lived on the internet ever since. And so for me, it was just natural for me to think, oh, I'm just going to go online. I'm going to get uh, you know that's where I'm going to get my customers is online. I'm going to try running search ads and things like that. Um, well it's not necessarily the best use of your time when you're starting out to do those kinds of things because uh, there's a ton of competition. And then there's a ton of competition, not because there's like a lot of people out there who are good at it, but there's a ton of competition because a lot of it is just, if you've got a budget, you can buy your way into the top of Google AdWords. If you've got a budget, you can employ a content marketing team to uh, boost your content output and get a bunch of links and do SEO. This might be kind of mind-altering to you, but uh, it's often the simplest thing that's right in front of your face is tell people that you started your own business. Now, you might be like, uh, duh, I've done that. No, I mean like really tell people. You might have told some of the people that you know that are uh, might need your services or maybe they work at a hiring company or something like that. So, I mean, tell everybody, you know? Uh, a couple months ago, my girlfriend came up to me and said uh, she was trying to find a new dentist because her old dentist left. And her old dentist was my dentist. I liked her. Uh, you know, we kind of it off. We had, uh, I think I only went to her maybe three or four times, but she was really awesome. And so I looked her up on LinkedIn, found out she started her own dental office nearby. I started chatting with her. Uh, a couple months later, now she's a client. So you never really know. You don't know what people need. Uh, You don't know what they're doing with their life. You don't know who they know. But people know people. So what you should do is tell everybody. Don't assume somebody um, isn't a good fit necessarily. Because you don't really know. Uh, I reached out to someone. And I thought maybe they wanted WordPress services. And so I wrote this really elaborate email about, you know, I looked at this page and this wasn't right. And I could help you with this thing. Blah, 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 blah. I spent a bunch of time on it. Maybe spent like an hour on that proposal. I'm sorry, on that email, and, uh, you know, the guy came back to me with, actually, I've got that covered. I've got someone that's handling it, but I've got this other thing that's totally unrelated that uh, I think I could use your help on. So just don't get hung up on really trying to find the perfect person right now. When you're starting out, you need business. Um, You need to build up a portfolio. You need to get some income so you can actually start spending money to grow your business, which I'll talk about later in another episode. But just get out there, put yourself out there, and start telling people. If you are sitting in an office right now and you're thinking about starting your own business, uh, that's even more reason to start telling people. Because if you start telling people that you started your own business, uh, then you're going to actually quit your job and you're going to go after it. I think I told people for a year and a half that I was going to start my own business. I mean, I actually left a really good job four years ago to start my own business. I tried to get one client. It didn't really work out. And it scared me into going back to the full-time world. Uh, Only three years later to be like, you know what? I'm just not happy. And what I should have done is just go after that and start my own business. So yeah, talk to these people in the real world. Uh, Talk to friends, family members. uh, Just let them know what you're doing and uh, just tell them Hey, if you hear of anyone that needs any help, let me know. Join your local chamber of commerce. It's usually super cheap, and it's gonna be a really valuable resource for personally making you feel like you're actually a business. If you're self-employed working at your house, sometimes it doesn't really feel like you're a business. You need to treat yourself like the business that you are so you make decisions, so that you charge for your services like the business that you are, so that you can actually grow. Um, Join your Chamber of Commerce. There's going to be a lot of good resources there, networking opportunities. But even before you join your local Chamber of Commerce, you can use your Chamber of Commerce as an amazing lead generation source. Uh, It's just, it's perfect. I'm going to talk about that a little bit later here about how to mine your local Chamber of Commerce or Chamber of Commerce is just in the area uh, to get your first leads. That's exactly what I did. It worked out very well for me. That's how I was able to leave my full-time job was because I got so much business that I had to just quit my job um, to fulfill that business. Uh, You know, and then, okay, sure, so maybe a little bit online too. You're going to hit up your Facebook feed. You're going to, on your Twitter, on your LinkedIn, start telling people that, hey, I'm self-employed or, hey, I started my own business. Uh, It's honestly tends to be not as useful because a lot of those you have to pay for now to get the same amount of exposure, but certainly it doesn't hurt to put up a post or something on there uh, that you are uh, self-employed. You're making this new move in your life. And uh, that that is a great opportunity to get some business through that too. I'm sure I'll have some episode down the road here about uh, using Twitter to get business. Uh, I've had some good luck there too. Uh, social media is awesome. I'm not putting social media down at all. I'm simply saying a lot of people immediately turn to things like social media and they turn to things like uh, AdWords and organic search and all this stuff like that. Uh, when really it's as simple as just talk to your human network. These people that you know closely, your friends and family and things like that, and let them know what's going on. And just don't assume that someone uh, might not be a good lead for you or they might not have information that could lead to good leads for you. You know, Don't, don't uh, let your bias kind of... In, get in the way there another great source of of new clients are your current clients Uh, if you've got one client ask them if they know of anyone else that might use your services Uh, if someone's had a great time working with you chances are they're going to want to tell people about it so you're going to want to foster that base of these loyal clients uh, even if you just have one to grow them that's exactly what happened with me Uh, I had my very first client immediately referred someone to me because he knew someone that needed a reliable person that could work on their website. So within like a week, I had doubled my business. So that's a great place for you to look to get new business is your current business. Uh, It's much more affordable. They already know you. You don't have to sell yourself to them. And there is nothing stronger than a word of mouth referral. There's nothing stronger. I know entire businesses uh, that run solely on word of mouth referrals. If you look at the fashion industry, uh, I mean, man, the fashion industry, the fashion styling industry, fashion consulting industry, a lot of consulting is purely word of mouth. Some of these people don't even have websites. You know, some of these websites haven't been updated since like 1990. So what you should do is direct people to give reviews if you've got clients. Uh, have them uh, give you reviews on your Google Plus page, on your website, things like that. It doesn't have to be cheesy. It doesn't have to be, like, overly salesy. It doesn't have to be the most polished thing in the world. Just show that, like, uh, you know, somebody has already paid you to do something for them. Uh, people are generally followers. If they see that you've done business with someone before, chances are... They might take the jump to at least contact you, at least talk to you. But if it seems like maybe you're just their first experiment, that's not usually going to go over that well. So definitely sell yourself and make yourself at least look like you've done some business before. If you have zero clients, uh, put up referrals from people you've worked with. I'm assuming you have had a job before. If you're listening to this and you've never had a job before and you're trying to start your own business, I don't think I can help you. That would be incredibly difficult but if you have worked somewhere before at your current job uh, and anyone has ever sent you a positive email use that use those words if you're afraid of getting somebody's permission don't be afraid of getting their permission unless you're in some kind of incredibly secretive industry Uh, you can always use anonymous or just their title Uh, this person said these things and they're the sales manager Uh, you don't even have to say the company there's an old saying I'm probably going to butcher. It. It's something along the lines of it's better to beg for forgiveness than to ask for permission. Uh, do something. If someone gets upset about it, the worst thing they're going to do is send you a cease and desist letter, you know, about using some something nice they said about you. Uh, I highly doubt you're going to get in trouble. I have never seen it happen. But then again, uh, don't take my word for it. And uh, blah, 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 a little bit of a disclaimer. Don't sue me if something happens to you. Uh, Another thing that doesn't hurt is uh, give them an incentive to give you a review. I'm not saying necessarily like, uh, hey, I'll give you $5 if you say something nice about me. But give them a $10 Starbucks card. Say, hey, it was real nice working with you. I hope we can work again in the future. And then maybe a week later say, hey, you know, I've been looking for some new clients. Do you know anybody? Or, uh, hey, I just launched my Google Plus page. Would you mind putting a review on there or putting a review on my Yelp page or whatever? and uh, that can do wonders. It's not like a bribe, but you're just staying top of mind and uh, you, they're gonna scratch your back, you scratch theirs, so it, it tends to work pretty well. So I talked a little bit earlier about the Chamber of Commerce and how it's an often uh, underutilized resource that's just teeming with information. I mean, you've already got your company information segmented by industry, so you can find your profitable industries, Uh, like a technology industry that might need your services over say like a yoga studio and you find your perfect fits. So maybe that yoga studio is a perfect fit. Maybe you're, you're selling yoga balls, uh, cuts your research time down incredibly. So here are some ideas for you for how you can mine those chamber of commerce databases or for any matter, any kind of directory, uh, Literally, just go one by one, find the people that you think are the most qualified, that you think are the most qualified. Now, I talked a little bit earlier about not thinking you know everything, but find the ones that you think are the most qualified, craft an email that describes your services and is really uh, that you're going to use as a template, and email them. Go to their websites, fill out their contact forms if you can't find their email information. But email is going to be your strongest tool here for being the most... uh, It's cost effective and it's time effective. If that doesn't really work out that well for you, honestly, what I found very successful and some people might think this is spammy, but just fire it off to everybody. When you're starting off, especially when you're starting off, I mean, time is money, but when you're starting off and you have no money coming in, uh, it's really important for you to get some of those clients. Uh, as fast as possible so I mentioned earlier you know about how I had kind of crafted this email spent a lot of time making this really nice personalized email and it turned out that uh, the guy that I was pitching didn't even need those services now you could say maybe the time I spent on that showed him that I actually genuinely cared and that's why he ended up working with me on a different project but honestly from what I found it's just a matter of getting in front of people at the right time and I don't know what the right time is. And unless you're psychic, chances are you're not going to know what the right time is. And so when you're emailing people, just kind of put everybody in there. Email costs you nothing. If you're templating your emails or if you're using a service or a program or something like that to send out kind of mass emails, make them relevant. Make them not super crappy and spammy. And uh, personalize them. If you can go one by one, sure, put a little paragraph in there, a couple sentences at the beginning that personalizes it but overall have a template for your emails that saves you time explains your capabilities your offerings uh well explains why you're a good fit and uh fire those guys off Uh, just as a pure numbers game you're gonna get a response you're gonna get business uh if your volume is high enough now don't be spammy don't like send it to 10,000 people and uh make it really like one of those, you know, best SEO services of India kind of emails that I'm sure you've gotten. Uh, I feel like ever since I set up my business email address, I get a kabillion of them. I get a million phone calls every day that are spam phone calls. Uh, But I respond to every email I get that it's obviously being, it's it's obviously a template, but people that are looking for jobs, I respond and say, you know, sorry, not right now, I'm just one guy, but when I expand, uh, sure, I'll consider you, you know? Uh, there's nothing wrong with templating your emails and sending them out. You're going to drastically increase your likelihood of getting a response if you include a personalized few sentences at the beginning. It doesn't take much time at all. Drastically increases your odds of a response and of potentially getting a client. I highly suggest it. Uh, this is something super cool that, uh, I'm going to put something up online about this. So stay tuned to this because I need to make this video because it's a real neat tool and it's it's using this, uh, the whole kind of principle of web scraping, which if you're not familiar with, you should really look into because this is going to save you a ton of time down the road. There's a pretty steep curve to web scraping that's going to take you some time to get your head around. So if you know someone who can do it, Faster contract this workout because uh, it can be a real time killer And like I said time is money and when you're starting out you're going to need to use your time wisely But something I found that works pretty well uh, That was pretty user friendly is a program called Import.io Now it's a kind of like a cloud software combo So it lives in the cloud and you can save your information there But you download the software onto your computer It's totally free you just have to make an account there Uh, They're not paying me to say this, by any means, either. I just found, I tried several programs, several Chrome extensions, and nothing really worked out as well as this. Uh, Man, it took me a while to get information the first time. But they've got a variety of crawlers that you can build, and you just train them by highlighting information on a website, and what it does is it just automates this kind of, like, saving information to sells in a spreadsheet basically, and then uploads this information to your account. So what you can do is then manipulate that information in a variety of ways. So like I mentioned with going one by one through a Chamber of Commerce, if these sites and typically Chamber of Commerce sites are pretty old and they're set up this way, you can crawl them with a web crawler and export all this information out and more easily handle that information in a spreadsheet. So you can really save your time going through qualifying Leads much faster and have all your information at your disposal right there. Uh, it can; These crawlers can usually handle pagination. So that's like if you have multiple pages that you have to click an arrow to go to like page 2, page 3, page 4. Uh, so it can save a lot of time so you're not sitting there. Uh, right click, email, right click, email, right click, email. All that kind of stuff. So I highly suggest looking into Import I.O. I have found it to be incredible, but like I said, I've learned that it's much more effective for me to outsource that work to someone else, to contract someone to do that for me, because I was burning like eight hours trying to do it, you know, to get my information. Setting it up, it wasn't working. Setting it up, it wasn't working. And honestly, I'd say that, you know, I had, and this could just be me, I could just be real crappy at this, but I found that, you know, my success rate was probably like 66%. Sometimes the crawler just would not work because of, I think it couldn't handle the way some sites were built. I think some sites that have information on them uh, specifically build themselves in a way that prevents crawling. Uh, A good example of that would be like the ink.com 5000 list, which is also another excellent source of information. Add that to your list of places to find customers besides a chamber of commerce. Um, So it doesn't work for everything, but it can work in a lot of situations and save you a ton of time, especially if you're someone like me who has tried like a million different software programs and always ends up going back to a Google sheet to manage information. Um, Pretty good tip for you right there. Import I.O. is pretty awesome. Again, they're totally not paying me to do this or say this, It's just something that i found that saved me a ton of time and um, has been really helpful. That's pretty much what I've got in the bag for getting your first clients and some helpful tips. I hope that encourages you to kind of go out there and start talking to people. Definitely don't be afraid to talk to people. Uh, I'm pretty introverted, even though that I am the front dude in a band, uh, which is kind of like my alter ego. I'm a pretty introverted guy, so I always had a little bit of difficulty and felt kind of sleazy just going into a store and being like, hey, how's it going? You know, Hey, I noticed that you don't have a website. But when you are feeding your face with the work that you bring in on a daily basis, uh, that goes out the window super fast and you will be going into stores left and right pitching yourself. I guarantee you. So those are my tips for getting your first clients and uh, getting your first business. I hope you found them to be useful. I hope you tune in next Wednesday, 10 a.m. Central. I'm going to be talking about the importance of balancing your time between working, fulfilling that work that you've got for yourself from uh, hopefully the stuff I've told you, and getting more work, a critical, critical skill. I'll tell you about my failure at that my first month after getting all my work and uh, what that looks like. And hopefully you can avoid that. And I've learned some skills that have gotten me out of that hole. Thanks for joining me. This has been another episode of Fawcett, a fresh business podcast for self-employed and aspiring self-employed. Take it easy. I'll talk to you next week. Bye.